Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Katherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Seegers, and in today's episode, we will tackle this culturally relevant Christmas question. What films are actually worth watching this holiday season? Hmm. I had a rude awakening recently, mamas and papas. I discovered a genre of Christmas films that I didn't know existed. The transvestite hooker seeks revenge on his slash her cheating pimp Christmas film. Yeah. Did you know that was a thing? (laughs) I didn't, but it is. I'll tell you more about that in a bit, but this close encounter with the assorted kind got me to thinking about what we can watch this Christmas that is actually worthwhile. It's not always easy to find those kinds of films. And after doing a four-part series on sexuality, followed by a two-part series on teen suicide, I thought we could use some practical, lighter holiday fare. So I came up with a list of heartwarming, family-centered movies for you and yours. A few of them are very faith-forward. I have a kid's film. A guy's film, a girl's film, a date night film, and a family film that I heartily recommend for your viewing pleasure this Christmas. I'm going to share those with you in this special holiday edition of CPCW. That's the plan for this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. So let's get started. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... 
Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So I was looking up a review of a film on Rotten Tomatoes recently. Most of you probably know that Rotten Tomatoes is a huge website that is really the go-to website in order to see what both critics and audiences are saying about a movie. This website accumulates reviews of all the major critics, and it also gathers reviews of tens of thousands of regular viewers, just like you and me. Now, Rotten Tomatoes deems a movie to be, quote unquote, fresh if over 75 percent of the critics give it a good review. It gives pretty much all the weight to the critics reviews for the overall rating, though, and not the audiences. The audience score is just really there as a reference. It's always interesting to see if audiences and critics are in sync, though. Quite often, <laughs> they are not. Hmm. Imagine that. Uh, so I was on Rotten Tomatoes the other day and I noticed that they had created a list of the 100 greatest Christmas movies of all time. And I figured, well, you know, that's worth a look. So I'm perusing the list and there were definitely some great films that you might recognize, especially if you like classic films. The first three movies were from the 1940s. Meet Me in St. Louis was number one. The Shop Around the Corner was number two. That's a great movie starring Jimmy Stewart. That movie was the inspiration for You've Got Mail starring Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Love that movie. So great. So great. And then number three is Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Mm hmm. That little Natalie Wood. She's so awesome. So far, so good, right? Mm hmm. And then there was number four. A 2015 holiday movie you've probably never heard of if you were in the CPCW listening audience. I hadn't. It's called Tangerine. It is 96% fresh, which means that 96% of the critics considered this to be a great movie. And there were 164 critic reviews. That's that's like a lot of great reviews from film reviewers. Let me read you the description of this new Christmas classic, Tangerine. Quote, after hearing that her boyfriend slash pimp cheated on her while she was in jail, a transgender sex worker, a.k.a. prostitute, and her best friend set out to find him and teach him and his new lover a lesson. End quote. Apparently, this all takes place on Christmas Eve, thus classifying it as a Christmas film. <laughs> now, you'd be hard pressed to find any other Christmas themes in there. Not only is this film about transgendered prostitution, it is all about revenge as well. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, it's, it's really hard to find the words to comment on that. You know, I tried to watch the trailer for educational purposes only, but I couldn't. Literally, I couldn't. After the third or fourth F-bomb in the trailer and a scene depicting a sex act in a car, I had to stop it and and take a shower. It was awful. This movie made it to number four on a list of the top 100 Christmas films of all time. <laughs> that is mind-boggling and just a little agenda-driven, don't you think? I do. This film is six spots higher than It's a Wonderful Life. Jimmy Stewart is <laughs> rolling over in his grave. Now, if you listen to the recent four-part series we did on sexuality here on CPCW, you know just how dark our culture is getting. This is just one more example of it. Mm -hmm. So I thought that I would offer you some more wholesome holiday fare this year than Rotten Tomatoes. I want to give you just a few films, five to be exact, that you might want to watch this Christmas. I've got a kid's film, a guy's film, a girl's film, a date night film, and a family film. Now, these are not my top Christmas films of all time, although one of them is. Rather, I tried to find films that are off the beaten path or are a bit older to give you something that is truly fresh. Look, you know, we all love Elf and Home Alone. And of course, It's a Wonderful Life is a classic that everyone should see. Those are great Christmas movies. But there's no point in recommending those films because we've all seen them a thousand times, right? I want to offer you something that you might have missed or something you may have forgotten about. Something that's worth watching again. Unlike Rotten Tomatoes, all of my picks either have a very family first theme or a faith forward theme, which is nice at Christmas, seeing as how, you know, Christmas is supposed to be about Christ. Not every Christmas movie has to be faith forward, but it is so nice to find a few that are. Can I get an amen? Now, I'm going to link to all of these films on the show notes at Life Audio or on my website so you can find them easily. With that in mind, here's my kids pick. Journey to the Christmas Star. This is a classic Norwegian fairy tale that was released in 2012. So your kids are going to get a little bit of culture here. Journey to the Christmas Star is in a word delightful. My oldest daughter said that it was kind of Cinderella meets Rapunzel. The central character is a young orphaned girl named Sonia who goes in search of the Christmas star, which has gone missing. If she can find it, she will free the kingdom from a curse. Now, this film didn't even have a critics rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's an indie film and not enough critics reviewed it. It got 53% with the audience, not the highest, but my kids really enjoyed it. And so did I. I included this movie because it is so hard to find a good Christmas film for kids that they haven't already seen a thousand times. This movie, uh, Journey to the Christmas Star, is rated PG and is quite wholesome. 
with a strong family theme. But like most fairy tales, there is a witch and she does cast some spells. That is something you, you know, kind of expect in this genre. Now, FYI, at first I thought something was wrong with the sound. <laughs> and then I realized that the original movie was filmed in the Norwegian language. They, they have dubbed it over in English. So the words don't completely match up. But for the most part, they do this quite successfully. Again, I included this offering because it is a straight up kids film that is entertaining for adults as well. And not a lot of people have seen it. You can watch Journey to the Christmas Star on Amazon Prime for free with advertising rights. Next up is my guy's pick. It is Joyeux Noël. That is the French translation for Merry Christmas. Joyeux Noël is my pick for the guys and all us girls who like a good war film, which I definitely do. I love great films regardless of the genre. And this is truly a great film. It came out in 2005 and it got a 74% rating on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics and a whopping 89% fresh rating from the audience score. Now, Joyeux Noël is a very mature film as it takes place in 1914 during World War One. It is PG-13, so I would watch this with my older kids, my high school students, but it is a bit too mature for younger kids. There is one intimate scene, no nudity, but it is quite intimate, and of course, there are war scenes. It's not full-on Saving Private Ryan war scenes, but there is tragedy and death and lice. Not that lice is on par with tragedy and death, but, you know, it's in there because it actually happened. Uh, now, Joyeux Noel tells the story of an actual ceasefire that took place during World War One on Christmas Eve. The Germans were fighting the English and the French and, you know, they were slugging it out in the name of God, no less. But on the eve of Christ's birth, a Brit pulls out some bagpipes and starts playing a Christmas hymn. Suddenly, the Germans in their bunkers not far away began singing the song in their own language, and all goes silent on the battlefront. Both sides agree to lay down their arms and celebrate the birth of our Lord. A British priest leads the English, the French, alongside the Germans, their enemies, and a Christmas Eve mass. This is a remarkable story, and it really happened. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens, This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. 
Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. After the ceasefire, which lasts through Christmas Day, leaders on all sides are castigated by their superiors for laying down their arms and not killing people in the name of Christ. The British priest who led mass for the Germans is relieved of his duties. The questions grappled with in this film are big and worthy of our attention. I give Joyeux Noel a whopping two thumbs up. And even though it is my guy's pick, I recommend it for all the girls and older kids out there as well. You can rent this film on Amazon Prime for $2.99 right now. That brings us to my girl's pick, which is The Christmas Candle. I had never heard of this film, I am sad to say, because it is right up my alley. The Christmas Candle is a British period piece, which is my all-time favorite genre. It came out in 2013, and it's based off of a novel by Max Licato, who is, as you probably know, a prolific Christian writer. This will appeal to all the Jane Austenites out there. I am a card-carrying member of that club. And anyone who loves Little Charles Dickens at Christmas, some Downton Abbey too, yeah, that crowd. The Christmas Candle takes place in a quaint little English village called Gladbury in 1890, right when electricity is becoming more widely used and accepted. But not in this village. Mm -mm, Not yet. Everyone still uses candles. A minister comes to town wanting to modernize it, but there is a legend in the town. The legend of the Christmas candle. Every 25 years, an angel touches one candle made at the local candle shop, and whoever lights that wick receives a Christmas miracle. Of course, the minister thinks that the legend is an old wives' tale, while the town is filled with true believers. This film addresses some powerful questions about the supernatural and about miracles and our faith. So, Rotten Tomatoes, not surprisingly, panned this movie. The critics gave it a 21% fresh, only 21 reviews, I might add. But audiences more than tripled that score, giving it a 74% on over 2,500 reviews. So, yeah, you know, there's that. Look, if I were critiquing the screenplay for my advanced screenwriting class back in grad school, I, I, you know, I'd ding it up a bit. It does try to do too much, but the performances are wonderful. The script has so many high points. It addresses some serious questions like, does God still perform miracles today? And, and can we play a part in those miracles? How is our faith involved? Those are great questions to talk about in our families. The cinematography is top-notch, and the story is really sweet. It is rated PG, so it is kid-friendly, and the mister might even like it, too. I feel like I found a hidden gem in this movie, and I can't wait to watch it again. It's definitely worth adding to your Christmas list. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch this movie for free. Score! Mm -hmm. That brings us to my date night pick, which is... The Family Man. Have you seen this film? 
it came out in 2000, so I hadn't seen it in a while, but it was on cable recently and I watched it again. I I like this movie. I really like this movie. Okay. And only got like 53% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, so it was not super fresh. It, you know, scored higher with audiences though. Like I think it was 67%. This is definitely for the parents, not the kiddos. It stars Nicolas Cage and Taya Leone. Cage plays a guy named Jack, who is this jet-setting businessman who drives a Ferrari and makes buttloads of money. He passed up on an opportunity to marry his college sweetheart, played by Leone. But you know the plot, probably. It isn't original. He gets an opportunity to see the road not taken. Cage wakes up one day. And he is married to Leone and they have a couple of kids and he now works at a used car lot owned by his father-in-law, Big Ed, and he drives a minivan. This new reality is a very rude awakening at first. Okay, so look, this plot has been done before like almost every single year at Hallmark, actually. But I think it is really done well here. I love how this film values the family and and parenting. You see the tough exterior of this guy melt as he realizes everything he's accomplished in the corporate world pales in comparison to a simple life filled with simple things, a life filled with love and family. This film is a keeper. It really reinforces the value of the work we do as parents. And Precious Little does that these days, am I right? Uh, And The Family Man is, it's really hilarious. Now, this film is rated PG-13, so watch it at your discretion. There is a racy scene or two, one where you see Leone's character dancing in the shower through a foggy window, and Cage's character... (laughs) (laughs) Kind of funny. He enjoys it in a way that a normal married couple with a couple of kids who have seen each other every single day for the last 13 years wouldn't. But this film is a great date night Christmas film with you and the mister or the missus when the kids go to bed. You can rent this movie on Amazon Prime for $3.99. That's what we got it for. It's, you know, it's a pretty cheap date. Which brings us to my final pick, my overall favorite pick, which is my family pick. This just might be my overall favorite Christmas movie of all time. We watch this film as a family every single year. It really puts us in the right frame of mind for the holidays. It is, drumroll please, The Nativity Story. Yeah, I Love this movie. Love it. Love it. It stars Oscar Isaac, one of my favorite actors. He was, you know, in Star Wars and Dune. He plays Joseph. He is so good in this film. And Keisha Castle Hughes is Mary. The Nativity Story came out in 2007. So it's like 15 years old now, but it really ages well, in my opinion. As you would imagine from the title, this film gives us the story of Mary and Joseph leading up to Jesus's birth. I probably don't have to recount that story for you. It should be pretty familiar, I would imagine. Uh, Now, again, the Rotten Tomatoes critics were not a fan, gave it 37%. So they said it was rotten, whatever. Um, One of the critics, (laughs) this is funny, who panned it, he said that it gives a, quote, 
by the book approach over a suggestion of dramatic interpretation, end quote. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'll take a by the book approach when that book is the Bible. Did you see what Hollywood did with the dramatic interpretation of Moses and Exodus, God and King starring Christian Bale and Noah starring Russell Crowe? That was nothing but dramatic interpretation. Don't have time to get in all that, but suffice to say, Noah never tried to kill his own grandchild in order to exterminate the human race. Okay? Yeah. Did not happen. I wish Hollywood would stick to the book when the book is the Bible. Sorry, you know, get on a little soapbox there. But anyways, audiences loved the nativity story. Gave it like 76%. Woohoo! One area of caution, there is a scene in the beginning that you might want to fast forward through for the little kids. It is the one when Herod sends the soldiers to exterminate the baby boys in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. They don't show anything graphic. But the music and the intimidating soldiers are kind of scary for the young'uns. There are so many things that this film does well. It accurately portrays the plight of Mary being pregnant before she was fully married to Joseph. You know, they were promised to each other, but they were not supposed to be with each other in that way. That is addressed in this film delicately, I might add, so little ears won't even grasp that point probably. But older kids will, and they should. They will finally understand how brave Mary was when she agreed to carry the Messiah. And then Joseph is is hurt and disappointment when Mary comes back from visiting Elizabeth and she is clearly with child. You feel for him, but he is such a good guy. He he agrees to put her away quietly until the angel speaks to him in a dream and he becomes a believer and they travel to Bethlehem as this beautiful little family and you see them bond as a couple. It's it's beautiful. You know, things we've probably never fully thought about. Now, clearly, there is plenty of dramatic license here, as Scripture doesn't show us any of that. But none of it contradicts the biblical narrative. It is so well done. And the wise men are hilarious. Love them. Now, that does bring up one point of contention. The filmmakers did actually depart from the Bible when it comes to the wise guys. This movie, like most nativity scenes, is not theologically accurate in depicting who was actually present at Jesus's birth. The wise men weren't there, according to scripture. A point I suspect that Rotten Tomato critic had no clue about because, like many people in Hollywood, they get their theology from plastic ornaments and wood carvings rather than the actual book. Maybe if they weren't so busy trying to depart from what the book actually says, they would know what it actually says. According to scripture, however, the wise men did not meet Jesus until he was about like two years old, we think. But in this movie, they arrive not long after the shepherds. So, you know, there is that. But in my mind, that does not overshadow all the wonderful things that this film does right. In my home, we have made it a point to talk about where this film was and was not theologically accurate with our kids. And, you know, the other day (laughs) we were reading one of our kids' Bibles and my eight-year-old son was bragging about how his Bible got the story of the wise men right. So my kids know the truth and everything else in the nativity story is 
awesome. Love it, love it. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. Well, moms and dads, that is my list of family-centered, faith-forward films for you and your family this Christmas. Check out the show notes on Life Audio or at katherinesegers.com to find a recap of those links. I really hope it helps you steer clear of recommendations like tangerine. Mm-hmm. So I will be taking a little time off from podcasting to celebrate Christmas with my family. Be sure to look for my first episode in the new year where I will be discussing some very practical ways that you can improve your relationship with your kids in 2023. That is going to be a great episode. Then I have some amazing guests lined up for you in a series on Gen Z. We will be discussing how to relate to Gen Z, how to disciple Gen Z, and the specific challenges that Gen Z is facing in our culture. Yeah, (laughs) that is going to be such a great series. I'll be tuning in because I I'm creating that series, so I kind of have to. But if I weren't creating that series, you know, I'd listen to it anyways, because I am completely outnumbered by Gen Zers in my house. So I need some help with this generation. I think we all do. You don't want to miss that series. I would like to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. I hope that you have a Christ-centered holiday season with everyone you hold dear. I want to thank you for joining me today. Look, I know there are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. uh, Just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherineseegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you Your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement 
and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.